This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Friday, BBB Brigade. What is up? It is David Matt back for another episode of the Bostonian versus the book on a roll call Friday. Sorry, we got a little bit of a late start here, guys. Thanks for bearing with us here on the YouTube live on Twitter at Boston versus the book to watch the show on Twitter. Follow the show as well. And a big thank you to the brigade. Yesterday, Dave, was the most listened to day in the history of BVB. Not the most watched, but the most listened to day. In in June? In June. On June 22nd. The most, or 23rd, sorry. That's on June 23rd. The most (laughs) listened to day for the show. People can listen to the show. They can watch the show. If you watch the show live, you can get in the chat. We do something here on Fridays called Roll Call Friday, where intermittently throughout the show, I'm just going to randomly say the names of the people in the chat. You know, we got Zach the Hat is here as always. Biggie J, happy birthday, Biggie J. Um, Pierre Chevrolet, Chevalier. I don't know how to say it, but he's (laughs) always here, Pierre. Teferino's here. Rest of the boys, as as they come in to watch the show, we'll, we'll call them out, but Great stuff, Brigade. I mean, the show, we do the show as much, you know, to do the show with each other as we do to do it for you guys. So, you know, we really appreciate all of it. Thank you. Yeah, and you're right. In, in June, for us to have our most listened to day is pretty spectacular. We've had bigger days viewership-wise, yeah. but but it was our most listened to day for the audio podcast. So thank you for sharing that around, telling people about it. You know, we really appreciate everything you guys are doing. Hashtag BVB Brigade on Twitter. Discord channel is betprep.com slash chat. There is a BVB Brigade channel in there. Also adjust the picks channel. That podcast starts one week from today. We start on July the 1st for just the picks. So that's got a highly anticipated situation. I can't give you an update on what's happening for the shit for the party on Thursday because not I've, had, about. <laughs> I've had a morning on that. So we're not talking about it. <laughs> I've had a morning on that topic, <laughs> which we hope we can rectify at some point uh, in the very near future. But we do, Dave and I very much are appreciative of everything you guys are doing. So Dave will call you out on a roll call Friday. So stay tuned for all of that. You'll get going. All right, Dave, we literally predicted last night on the show. Before it happened. Yep. We said a single tweet from Woj can set the entire gambling market on its head. And that's exactly what happened because yesterday the sharps were on it and Woj was dead wrong. Yep. First, second, third picks in the draft did not go. As he said, he reported firm one, two, three firm is what will happen. And you and I were like, you know, what happens if he gets a little note that's actually not true, that he's reporting something that's inaccurate, which is exactly what happened yesterday. Yep. 
and the betting market went crazy afterwards. Well, the betting market started to move the market before the tweet and the Paulo money came and it steamed it all the way down to being a minus. And then the Woj tweet came out and it was but, like, well, hold on. Remember though, three hours before that happened, the Jabari Smith number was minus 2,100 yep. for him to go first. Yep. Minus 2,100. Which means, you know, the book's telling you we got enough money on this. We don't yep. want no more money Go away. on this. But when you do that, you move the other ones to get money. So that Apollo price became pretty enticing. And they had already played that before. That was already mispriced back when it market first opened at 20 to 1. And they had played that thing down. So it was a case of, uh, you know, the bad guys, B-A-G, um, versus the media and Woj. And the bad we were talking guys about won. it on the show. <laughs> the bad guys won. Give me, give me the bad guys every time. Like, I mean, I you sit in the book long enough, you're like, whether he knows something or not, he's betting a good number. And I need to know why. So I was cautious all day. I said, they're moving this, they're moving this thing, and they're manipulating a thinly bet market. That's the unique thing about the draft. There's, I mean. There's not the volume of bets that there are on an NFL game or mm -hmm. a college football game or an NBA basketball game. It's not even close. But what it does is it moves. It flies. So, yeah, it's a hell of a story. And, uh, you know, Paulo had a hell of a suit on. Oh, gosh. That was, you know, uh, we got some Ban Caro, by the way, is the name now. It's Ban Caro. Yeah. Yeah. So... It's I just a call him Paulo. Paulo. Yeah. I love Ben Carroll. Not Chero. Caro is a K. Yeah. The CH is a K. CH is a K. I don't know what the suit was all about. It was interesting. He goes one. I I personally think the best player in the draft is going to be Jabari Smith. But yeah, you know, I, I thought Orlando with the ties to the SEC and would grab a hold of him. And I thought he would go one. And other people were like, Yeah, no, best all around, most ready player right now is Paulo, which I would agree with. I think he is the most ready right now to play and step in and help Orlando to win right away. Woj was silent, which is really interesting. Like I, I, I appreciate the work that Schefter and Woj do in the fact that they are considered to be the authorities from them, from a media perspective when it comes to breaking news, but I do like some humility. And like, I was waiting for like, when will that tweet come out of like, I was wrong. Like when, when, when is he going to come out and say I was wrong? Because with a, sing, with a single tweet, he's like, oh, major movement. The Magic are going to draft Ben Chero or Ben Carroll. And we were, and I was like, wait a minute. I'm sitting in my daughter's. It's, it's, it's 4.55. I'm sitting with my kid at her piano lesson. And her teacher is a big basketball guy. And so I put on ESPN. And he's, and he's like, is that the draft? I'm like, yeah. He's like, who's going to go one? And we just start talking and then I, I'm on my Twitter feed and the beautiful thing with an iPhone now is you can watch video and be on Twitter at the same time. So I'm watching the ESPN coverage on my phone and I'm on Twitter and I see the tweet and I'm like, oh my gosh, he did it. He actually just floated five minutes before the draft. Hey, by the way, I was wrong. He doesn't he just, say he's wrong. He just reports the other side that it's not Davis going first. It's actually going to be Paula. You just buried the lead. You're going to have to show me how to watch video and be on the Twitter feed at the same time because I don't know how to do oh, that. Oh, yeah. Do you have the ESPN app? Yeah, I don't watch it, though. 
Oh, well, if you watch ESP, if you watch on the ESPN app or you watch video on your iPhone, you can also be on Twitter at the same time. So I do. Oh, that's, that's how I watch UFC events. I, do I know I have both. <laughs> I don't want to do that. That's why I watch your UFC phone too much, Matthew. I mean, well, yeah, it's, it's, you know, that's amen to that. But I, I watch video on my phone. I watch the UFC events on my phone through ESPN Plus and I watch oh, and, and then I, I'm on Twitter at the same time. So that that's sure. how I do UFC live conversations going on it's a huge lag and different gotcha. topic but yes okay. you can't do that so i'm doing that in my daughter's while my daughter's playing piano with her teacher and we're talking about this and i'm like oh my gosh he did this like he just like without any chill like no chill just like eh, here you go i was dead wrong all day and yet with one tweet we said it with one tweet he could change the entire gambling market and that's exactly what he did our guy PB, who's always here in the chat, shout out to him as well, said that, uh, you know, I should wear Apollo's suit. I might have to get one Whoa. of those shirts, the purple suits like that. That was pretty sweet. But what were those things dangling off of it, though? I that don't was, know. Those was, I can do without. That's the thing I could. I like the color of the suit. I, I think the suit looked yeah, nice. It was nicely poppy. fitting. It was yeah. it was exciting. I like right. loud suits. Yeah. But the dangly things, I, was, I wasn't hard, feeling them. Hard no. It's a yeah. hard pass for me. But... Somebody equated it to, I mean, and social media was fantastic yesterday. It was more cool. exciting than the draft. After the first three or four picks, five picks, I was like, all right, I'm just paying attention to this. And, you know, we got into CFL, uh, me and Marenzi and Cam. So I was done with the draft. Um, but he equated it to, somebody on Twitter equated it to weatherman, where you can say it's going to rain and don't rain. Okay. Uh, you know what? The clouds came, blew out. It's going to be sunny today. And you don't ever acknowledge that you said it was going to rain six hours ago. I don't know, but I, I know. Well, the answer is, well, you know, even with weathermen, well, the atmosphere changed. Right. Well, what was the same thing? Oh, the atmosphere same changed. Thing. No, it didn't. Orlando was never taking. It was, was never taking Smith. He was all. They were always taking Bancaro. That was what we found out afterwards. Like it was. They never. He never went on a visit. He ne He never was interviewed. They just watched him and were like, that's our guy. So they did the whole, you know, <laughs> work around the media. They didn't even tell him until right before. Right. Five minutes before. He said his phone rang five minutes before and said, hey, by the way, his agent said, hey, be ready. And then 30 seconds before he got a phone call from the Magic saying, we're taking you number one. Yeah. They were always taking him. They were never not. They, they completely fooled and lied. Like I said before, I was so glad I had zero dollars committed to the draft because of liars. And they were all lying and Woj took it, you know, hook, line and sinker and swallowed it like a 10 foot, you no, know, 10 pound bass oh, yeah. and just ran with it and put it out there as fact. He said, yeah. firm, not hypothetical, firm, one, two, three, here's the draft order. And we, and, and we were like, man, that's so weird, right? It's like, who does that? <laughs> who you, puts it out this early? You remember the movie, A Few Good Men, when yep. uh, Demi Moore said, I object. And the judge said overruled. And she goes, no, I strongly object. And he said overruled. Like, does Woj have to say firm when he does a report? Now, this is firm because the other reports aren't. Like, what are you doing? I think, do you think, uh, you know, and our guys in the chat, like SoCal DGen, you know, he had tweeted, Mikey Awesome always tweets, Trent Junk, the boys, you know, Bromble Camp even. You know, he's doing shows and stuff. Do you think this hurts his credibility going forward? I mean, he he put his, you know, personhood, his manhood, if you will, on the table. You know, he went the he did the moment, right? Yeah. <laughs> like and it got chopped off. 
Okay. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> it does bother me. It, it does. When you drop that and you're like, look at me. And then it's, you know, Lorena Bobbitt. Ooh. I'm sorry. Ouch. It does. Mm. That does. Wow. That, that does it to me. I'm sorry. That, that, that Yes, it does hurt his credibility. Yes, it does make me question him. Maybe not with, you know, on a trade deadline day, but it does question me when it comes to any draft reporting ever again that he clearly will report lies. And he got, got. I mean, you were played. You were, you know, you didn't, you're, you're right. He didn't have to say firm. He didn't have to say this is the draft order. Like he was 100% sure he could have said more and more indication seems like this is the way it's going to go. But look, it's the draft. Anything can happen. Didn't say that. He reported one, two, three. Here's the order of the draft tonight. And people were like, okay, if you're so sure, because the betting markets, at least the public, responded quickly to Woj. Right. Sharp sharp bettors didn't. The sharp bettors were like, this is great. What if a sharp better is the one that told him one, two, three? <laughs> Boy. Because you never know, you never know who told him, right? So if somebody said we, we won't either. Okay, let let this is I, I know people are gonna get very mad at this, but let me just play this out. Okay. Hypothetically, somebody goes to Woj and says, I'm gonna pay you a hundred thousand dollars. I want you to tweet this. This is the order. One, two, three. Go out there and say that it's going to be Smith number one who wound up going number three. I don't even like the implications of this. This is what I said yesterday. I don't like that one or two media members, when it comes to these markets, one or two media members have the ability to literally change the gambling market world, worldwide, not just in America, worldwide. And if somebody said, I can get down dollars $50,000 Every time I want to bet it offshore, onshore, I got my syndicate all the way around. I need one person to tweet out that we're not seeing Bancaro go first. Get me a number I can play off of because I know it's a fact. I know the magic are taking him one. My guy is the backup GM or assistant GM, whatever. He's guaranteeing me we're taking this kid number one. I'm good. I'm going to put, you know, a half a mil down. Right. Yeah. You know, 500,000 down. I'm going to put a quarter million, you know, three quarters of a million dollars down. I'm going to, I'm going to scratch you a check. It's insider for trading, isn't it? That's hundred percent. It's market manipulation. It's it. Yeah. I mean, it's, and again, I mean, I always look at it from the book's point of view. That's why Nevada gaming control board said you can't take bets on the date of the draft. You can't do it because that can happen <laughs> leading up to it. Okay, it's all speculation. It's this and that. And they just shut it off because there was a lot of moves yesterday. There was a lot of a lot of money came into the market, played it, and there's nothing that even equates to it. It would be like you know, Schefter coming on and saying the score after the first quarter of the Chiefs and Broncos game is going to be ten to three. I know it. It's firm, right? <laughs> and then right. betting it. And then if it happens, how did he know? And now the books are like, what? You know, what's happening? But it's still a game. Like, we still don't know. I say it every single day in life. And some days there's things going on in the world where you just think nobody knows shit. I mean, like, nobody really knows shit. And you have to question everything. I think this, I think going forward, books are going to really contemplate, like, how to take bets on the draft because I mean, they got deep 
with a lot of different things. There were positions all the way through the first 10. There were guys with over-unders of 14 and a half when they're going to get drafted and stuff. And I don't know how many bets they took. I'm sure it wasn't that many, but it was enough. Mm-hmm. And if you know you take these very targeted direct bets and you you know you're left with like why why are we doing this i it leads to a lot of questions way more questions now than ever before so it's funny do you see the stat from the kings and what the kings have done in their draft history for sacramento yes so the sacramento kings this if you are looking at what Jaden Ivy will be with the Pistons, you're probably going to feel pretty good about it. So Keegan Murray goes from Iowa, goes at four. The Sacramento Kings, the pick before they had it, the pick afterwards has been Damian Lillard, Luka Doncic, Ooh, boy. and Clay Thompson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they passed. Wow. On, on all three. Luka, Dame, and Clay. The pick immediately after what Sacramento picked, those are the guys. And so if you're looking at the draft, I mean, that is an amazing ability to miss on talent. So Jaden Ivey. Who's the pick this year after? Jaden Ivey was the pick this time from Purdue. Going to to the Pistons to play with Cade Cunningham. Probably bet him for rookie of the year right now. Correct. (laughs) Not a bad idea to throw some money at Jaden Ivey, just given the history of what we've seen from this franchise and their amazing ability to not recognize the talent that's sitting on the board and then to take a player that's not going to turn into really anything uh, at all. I mean, that is, that's hard to do. <laughs> like, that's really hard to do. It's an unbelievable three game parlay right there. How did you, I mean, how does that happen? You gotta be like, they have the longest drought in the playoffs for right now for an NBA franchise, 16 straight years without making the postseason. 16 straight years. They could have drafted three guys. I mean, those are three Hall of Famers. (laughs) Immediately afterwards, they've missed on three Hall of Fame basketball players. Well, potential Hall of Famers, but I mean, you know, all NBA guys. These are, these are, I don't know. I think, I think Lillard's a Hall of Famer. I think Clay's going to be a Hall of Famer. And the question I've got is Luca, but if Luca keeps going, Luca's a Hall of Famer. So, I mean, it's, they took Marvin is, Bagley is Dame already. Is Dame a hall of famer? I think Dame's a hall of famer. Yeah. Yeah. I'd put Damian Lillard in the hall of fame. Hmm. He's been, he's been tremendous as a player. And oh, he's been, yeah. His numbers are going to be done long gonna, enough when it's done. Yeah. To me. Yes. Yeah. He all NBA. Like a year more or, or two more. That's it. He, he's done enough. If he stopped know. now, I'd, I'd put him in the hall of fame. Really? Wow. Yeah. At 31. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd, I'd put him in rookie of the year. Um, he's a six time all-star all NBA in 2018, uh, four time all NBA second team member NBA rookie of the year, all rookie first team member of the 75th anniversary team for the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. To me, Dave, Dave's That's pretty in. good. Yeah, Lillard's a Hall of Famer to me. Clay with the with the rings and being with a the part rings of now. He's four, yeah, yeah, four rings, four championship teams, and and Luca just he's not there yet. But Luca, I think, is on his way if he keeps playing the way he's playing. Amazing the, the turn of a franchise if you just draft one of those guys. <laughs> right, it's a great point. I mean, they took Jimmy Fredette before Clay Thompson. 
It's like Jimmy Fredette before they drafted Clay Thompson. Is that guy still working in the front office? Jimmy Fredette? No. The guy that picked Jimmy Fredette. Uh, no, it was 2011, so they've yeah, blown through he's, everybody. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's no. probably not there anymore. Fredette's not wow. even playing pro basketball anymore. He's not even overseas anymore. Wow. <laughs> he's out of basketball. So Ooh. I think Jimmy Fredette now is playing, I think he's playing in the tournament. In that three-on-three oh, okay. three tournament. I think that's... Jimmy, Jimmy Fredette is now playing in that. Making making threes from that in that thing. Oh, yeah. hey, keep playing as long as you can, because once you can't, that's it. You gotta Right, but it's oh my. Like <laughs> oh my. Speaking of Jays, Jay Dow Betts, Jordan, Goroff, always in the chat. The boys, Vinny Konowinski. This guy's got our BVB as his icon logo. That's, that's fantastic. Thanks. For so one more NBA topic and then we'll get to some hockey tonight. What do you make of the New York Knicks? Look, so he, let, let's start. Knicks let, fans let's start are with this. mad. They should be. Let's start with this. Do you believe the NBA is better when the Knicks are good? I like it when the Knicks are good. So do I. I, I, I need I need a foil. I need someone to hate. I need Knicks Celtics rivalry. Hey, sometimes like if you could get Knicks Nets or Knicks yeah. Somebody you don't like, Sixers. you can root for the Knicks. Yeah, Knicks and Sixers play. Yeah, absolutely. Knicks it's, and Lakers play. Yes. Yeah. I, I think the NBA, when MSG is on fire and, let, and just, just fans are clamoring and you got a good team, that's good for basketball. It's good for everything. It's the mecca of basketball. It's the pinnacle. It's the most famous arena in the world. If you're a Knicks fan, I, I look, I know Jalen Brunson might be the dude that they are able to acquire in free agency, but if he doesn't decide to go play for New York... They traded Kemba Walker last night, three-team trade. They traded the 11th pick to Oklahoma City for future for three a conditional first-round picks. They traded uh, Duran Walker to the Pistons for a 2025 Milwaukee Buck conditional pick. Walker is going to get bought out. He was going to leave anyway, but the Knicks do not have a plan. Like there's nothing, if you look at the New York Knicks roster and you're like, what are they going to be next year? What are they going to be in the future? I mean, it feels like they are lost in the East right now and they are a long way from being competitive. Sounds like a mess. It emotion. I mean, everything front office coach. I like Tibbs, but man, that roster. I mean, remember it was like, it was like New York. You could sell New York. It's more sexy to play for the Brooklyn Nets right now than it is to play for the New York Knicks, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Oh, man. It's true. We got to welcome Michael Leahy into the, into the chat today, a school teacher who listens to the show after the fact. School's right. over. We're in oh. the summer. So he's here for the first time in the live chat in Stop. Chicago. So Very. They, just got, they just got out of school. Wow. We're, we're out West. We do things a little bit differently. You know, we, we go, we start earlier. We finish earlier. Yes. You got to remember in the Midwest, they, yeah, they just finished school. You realize school. school is, we're six weeks away from school going back. Stop saying that. It's the truth. Stop we're, saying that. We're six weeks away from, why? You, you like summer? I like school. Put the kid back in school. Oh, it's, it's. Summer, My life man. is so much easier when Madeline's in school than when she's oh, not in school. Man. Oh, I, I mean, I call this place Camp Sherapan. It's it's fantastic. My dad oh, used like, to call our house that. Uh, so, you know, you like every, it. I mean, okay. 
yeah, they stay up late, they sleep in, there's no rushing to get to school or all yeah, I like other schedules. Stuff. I, I like regiments. I like schedules. I like regiments. See, radio in the military, my, the way my mind works, that's why radio was really good for me. I probably should have gone into the military, but radio is very similar. Like you can't you be there. The military? Well, yeah, because I'm very regimented in my brain. Like I like on point. So that like fine, yeah. 1201 to me is a big deal. Like you're late. Like in radio, 1201 is significant. You're late. TV, 1201 is significant. You're late. So like my the way my mind works. Yes, like, pop in here. Come on. Is, yeah, he's talking. There. What's up? Being regimented. We're Are talking excited? about how much fun we're having here in the camp. Sa- Are you excited for Saturday? Yeah, I really am. Very <laughs> nice. Madeline's excited to come and hang out. She's like, oh, big kids are going to be at the party. She's all psyched about hanging out with you guys. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's going to be fun. There's going to be a lot of people, too. A little closer. Oh, there, there we go. go. Okay. Dave's trying to frame you. Dad's trying to frame you up here. Now you're going to go back and watch the show and tell all your teammates to do the same. Let's go. Let's okay, go. bye. I'll see, see you tomorrow. You. We'll see you tomorrow. Looking yeah. forward to it. There we go. Gracious. You have any idea what's going on at this house? I do not. I can only imagine what's going on at your house at the moment. It's unbelievable. I just know that we're all going to walk in and have a lot of fun. So that's it. It's a big party. Walk outside. Do you have a number of people? Yeah. Showing? Do you know? I stopped asking. (laughs) I have no idea. You had no idea. You never knew. What do you mean? You you have no idea. You didn't know pre, during, or post. Yeah. I don't. I really don't. It's going to be interesting. But All right, makes sense. We'll, so yeah, we'll, have, we'll have some baseball on mm. TV, hopefully. And then are there fights tomorrow night? Yes. Okay. Nothing of, uh, nothing of significance. Nothing of significance. There. Okay. So maybe we'll just have night baseball or something. I don't know. Fight night. Let me see. I think there's going to be music, food, and all this other stuff. I have no party. idea. It's a party. Yeah. Good. We're going to enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> it's it's going to be nuts. Let's see. It, it is a fight. Yeah, it's a fight night tomorrow night. So okay, so I ain't gonna worry about it. You know who's fighting? Bella Mir is fighting in Tulsa, Oklahoma, at some casino resort. There, I don't know if that's. I don't know if there's a betting line on it. She's gonna win if anybody can find that fight. She's definitely gonna win. Um, Let me see. Maybe there isn't a UFC. There's a Bellator event tonight. Uh. Yeah, okay, fight night, yeah. There's, there's a fight night here in Vegas. There's a fight night here in Vegas. Because the, the next week is the big one here, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if they're going to let me in or not. I'm trying to pull all my different strings to get into that. <laughs> so they used to, for, for four years, they credentialed me for every single UFC event here in Vegas. And then once I went to props, they said, oh, you work for a gambling company. You can't come. And I was like, uh, um... They put the How's that? lines up on everything. What? Uh, oh, I, I, so I've, I've tried to back channel it as much as possible. So I've not heard yet for the ruling on my credentials at the moment, but I have applied for the January for the July. Cause I'm never here this week. This is the first time I have never been in Vegas for the 4th of July week. I miss, oh, really? I miss international fight week every single year. I've missed it. This is, oh, wow. has all, always been my, I've always gone back to Boston. Okay. For the 4th of July. I've always, this, this was always my, and so, and we're, and we're not going back this year. So, um, now I'm here. So I want to check it out. And I, I want to go to, go to the Las Vegas convention center and check out the fan fest and check out all the hall of fame induction ceremonies. And it's, it's a really big week for the UFC here in Vegas cold, you know, starting off with the July 2nd pay-per-view, which should be a lot of fun. Should be a big, right. 
Volganovsky Holloway three is going to be a war. I saw the Ooh. first one. Can't wait to see the. Can't wait to go see the other ones. See number three between these two dudes. I saw Volkanovski fight against Brian Ortega. That might be the best fight I've ever seen in my life in person. So that was. I'm looking forward to seeing what Volk does here against against Holloway. For if you need somebody time. to carry the camera bag or something, I'll go mm-hmm. with you. Oh, okay. Get a credential. All right. We'll, we'll see what happens. I haven't been so, in a long time. Tonight is a is an impressive moment for the NHL because yes. the, Stan, the Stanley Cup will be in the building. Whenever that shows up, you know that there's some added intensity, some added excitement and pressure on both teams. Does the cup end and go to Colorado tonight? Damn. I forgot to shout out Kendall Little can sick. So gotta shout her out or she's still in the chat. Um oh, man, I don't know. Everything would indicate that, yes, it's done tonight. But I mean, we talked about it the day after after they lost game four. It was There's two overtime games. I mean, if mm. they split, it's 2-2. Two, two. Mm. If Tampa wins both overtime games, it's 3-1 Tampa. And they're talking about clinching this thing on the road. Price is already out of control, in my opinion. But I understand it. Who in the hell is coming into the book today? willingly saying, oh yeah, Tampa's winning this. I mean, we talk to people all the time. We're 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 <clears throat> on different shows uh, everywhere. Not one person has said, yeah, Tampa's going to force this back to, to Tampa. Not one person. I haven't had one person tell me, yeah, wow. Tampa's the side. So it leads me to want to bet it. I mean, I see what's going on. I I, I see what what Jeff's doing and the, the guys at Circuit, they're at minus 170 right now, 171. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is at 180 and 190. Everyone. So Are they inviting the money on Colorado? Yeah. It's not moving a line. It, I mean, that's the fair line is minus 170, right? Game one was 160 or 165. They get close, closer to 170, stayed around there. And it's game five. Yes, it's the decider, but you're watching it. Tampa was the better team for the majority of the game, not in overtime, not mm. at all. They were dead tired, cooked, was done. But I mean, if you've got to bet a side, you gotta you gotta bet. I think you gotta bet Tampa. But you know, I'm you would ask you. the question in the series or tonight. Okay, so let's go to that second question. What's what do you the, think? What's the better bet? Lightning on the money line tonight. Or lightning for the series. They gotta win three games in a row, P Raw. I know. I think money line tonight's the better bet. I think so too. I think so too. Because then you can see going forward if something happens, if it doesn't, you know, uh winning three games in a row. Are you getting a big enough price? What is the series price right now? I haven't looked. Plus nine hundred. It's like minus twelve hundred or something. It is plus nine hundred, nine to one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if you can roll over one seventy. So it's plus one fifty for game four, five. What will be game six in Tampa? Tampa's favored, are they not? Colorado small favorite. Okay. So plus what? One hundred five, one ten. Even, even money. Even money? Okay. Yeah. So you get even money. So you're plus 150, even money. And then what's game seven? Same price as this. So 
parlay calculator 150 e uh plus 100 and plus 150 you have a parlay calculator up right there no all right i'll pull it up see what that pays because i don't know it's going to be close to nine to one close let me see 150 what did we say 150 even, even money. money and let's What's see. the game seven price Oh, estimated to be 150. We kind of lowball it because it might be higher because game seven at home is always higher. So you mean for Colorado? 11 to 1. 150 even money and 150. Plus 150. Yeah. Plus 150 even money and plus 150 comes out to 11 to 1. Okay. So you're better off rolling it over than taking the 9 to 1. And it gives you an out. Which is don't bet game seven. <laughs> you can, right, well, yeah, you can. You, you can. <laughs> if they force a want. game seven, just don't bet game seven. Just take well, your winnings. Just take take your winnings and be done with it. Especially if you have the series price already. You, you, you well, have, I have Tampa. I have Tampa plus one sixty. So right. I'm just praying for a game seven. That's all I want. That's all I was hoping. That bet was a hope for a game seven. Get me to a game seven and bet both sides. That was well. Dope. Now you could bet half a unit on Colorado tonight. Lay the price you know, to win half a unit. And if it loses, you do it again in game six. And now you're, you know, so now you, if it gets to game seven, you know, you're, you're, you've taken away some profit on the 160, but you can't, you know, you're lessening the risk each time you do it. So you can do that. If you think it ends tonight, you, you know, you hold that, you already have Tampa in the series. You don't have to bet it at nine to one. You have 160. <laughs> no, nowhere near them. Yeah, I have yeah. plus 160. I don't have plus 900. The reverse CLV. There. Yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. mean, I don't mind it. I mean, I'm, I'm just, for me, I've just been trying and I haven't done it. I missed my last seven bets in this series. So I'm just, I'm completely gun shy of betting totals, first period overs. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm brow beaten down on this. But like I've been waiting to see, like, is there a way I can throw a unit on the other side and make up for what? and cover my butt on the one unit I'm going to lose for Tampa losing the series. And there really isn't other than tonight, you know, plus 150 betting, you know, you know, 0.75. You know, we're frozen on YouTube. Uh, no, we're still, we? we're still live on Twitter and I'm trying to get the YouTube okay. back. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Didn't so we're know. still on Twitter. So we can, we can go over on Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Does the chat know? Can we tell the chat that we're live on Twitter? So, yeah, I already did. Uh, Okay, chat cool. knows now. Yes. Okay, cool. Just that um, That's how I knew. Uh, okay. Um, so, I mean, is it worth taking the plus 150 on Tampa tonight to cover the series price? Because we don't think they win the series, but we think they might win tonight. He can go down with the ship and do it that way. I don't I don't think it's a bad move. I, I, I mean, I'm biased because I got both sides. Right, yeah, you're, you're saying have, pretty. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna, you know, win decent or win a lot. If Tampa right. comes back, I'm. I'll be looking to play Colorado. Probably, if Tampa wins tonight, probably in Game Six, just to cover some more to make up for the gap. Because I had I think, Tampa in Game I Three. Gonna, I think I'm gonna Tampa take Game Four. I think I I'm gonna lay the the the, the point seven five on Tampa tonight. 
and try to see if I can get a game, see if I, they can keep them alive. Backs against the wall. Winning the cup because it's been so close. At some point, the breaks have got to go Tampa's way. And if I if I if Tampa wins and forces a game six, then I'm good. I've covered the one unit. I'm flat and I can stay out of it. Or I just go down and I lose nine. You know, I lose. I'm zero nine on my plays in this in this series. <laughs> hockey's hockey's beat some people up. No, I would, Dave. I was li- I, I was up ten. I, I think I was forty. Bobby, I was forty-seven and, uh, before this series started. I was forty-seven and thirty-eight in twenty twenty-two betting on hockey. I'm forty-seven and forty-seven now. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> All the all the profit I had in the Come hockey. The, 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 this is so similar to what happened to me in the playoffs of the NFL two years ago when I had a great regular season. I had a f- absolutely horrific playoffs. And then I went 8-0 betting on the Super Bowl. And I got every bit right in the Super Bowl. But there is nothing after this. There's, nothing, right. there's, no, there's no way of making this back up because of how poorly I'm finishing. This is right. the end. There is no one game, you know, savior moment for me to be able to get into it. Does that does that get in your head? Of course, in my head now. See, that's what you can't do. I'm psychologically twisted now on it. I'm already, I mean, I've this made, is, but this is what happens, right? When one sport sucks, the other sport is decent. Oh. Baseball has been good to me. Right. I've had a I've had a decent week betting baseball. Not yes. outstanding, not to make up for 0 for seven, but I've of had course. a good I've had a good run with baseball. So yeah. baseball is you know saving me and keeping keeping me around. So it's you know I'm not I'm not ice in every sport. I'm just ice in hockey at the moment. Well, I mean hockey's played on ice, so that's only fitting. Yeah, it it's just a bit end, of frustration but... on a large level, though. It's just one of those like shaking my head type of like, what the we, hell is going on? What about the total? I mean, the last game we finally got the under that we've been talking about needing. And I've leaned, I've leaned under to... every single game I've wanted to bet under, yeah. and then last game I bet over first period, and that didn't hit. And I had under, Tampa right? money line. Yes. Right. So I should just bet the under last game. And I just, I was like, you know what? I've been burned so many times in this under. I don't feel comfortable betting the under and goal within 30 seconds. And I was like, oh, okay, we're going to be good. We'll get that first period. Maybe I could get my off the schneid. Didn't score again till the second period. Right. <laughs> just like, right. what the holy hell? But I mean, I, I'm hoping for a goal fast again. Tampa's had a very weird situation in these playoffs of having a goal in the first 10 minutes consistently happen either for or against. But if the total goes to six and a half or seven, I I would say bet the under like yesterday, like last game. Mm. How the high scoring? It's an elimination game. So how do you feel about goalies being pulled and three two three two turns into five two real fast? So fast, it's so hard. Yeah, elimination games usually do mean over for me, but. The mindset is I don't think it's an elimination game because I think Tampa wins. So I think we get that tight, close game. Listen, if the refs don't call the penalties and let them do what they did, it's going under. Yeah. You know, but it's been a different game in the two games in Colorado. The ice will be better. It'll be um, much more, you know, fast-paced. Kadri said after Whining about the ice. Well, I mean, it must have been. I remember at school when a guy, you know, the guy said, and it was the the first time I had heard it 
blatantly said, he's like, leave it wet. <laughs> I mean, that meant don't, you know, don't do it as tight and leave that thing down in the back of the Zamboni. So there's like some, some puddles. And it was right. like, oh, I hated playing on that ice. Not, not liked it. I hated it because it's hard to complete passes. And then if mm-hmm. you fell, you got soaked and you were wet. And it was just, oh. it was terrible. And you're cold. Yeah. It was just, it was just, it was annoying. And it was a different game. It it was harder to skate. You had to dig deeper, take more strides. It was just playing in slush instead of good ice. So it won't be like that in Colorado. So Mm-mm. I think, you know, we may go back to that over game. I ain't touching the total pregame. Absolutely not touching the total. Hopefully we get another goal early right. and thinking under, do that. Not touching the pregame. Not at all. Yeah. I think six goals is possible tonight. Yeah. Open net. I mean, I'd be very curious to see, does Tampa have the wherewithal and the mental toughness to want to come back? Without a doubt. Like, that's my question. We'll learn that in the first couple of minutes. Without a doubt. How Tampa is going to react to it. Like, do they, I mean, look, I'm not not saying they're fat and happy, but they've won back-to-back cups. They've been insane. This has been an amazing, historic run for this franchise. Right. They're back in the cup finals again. They've won the Eastern Conference three consecutive times. What is their, do they want to climb this mountain? Do they want to get into what it will take to climb to win? Because I tell you what, if they come back and win this series and win three games in a row. Oh my goodness. I mean, history making type stuff, like storybook type stuff. If they were to be, and, and, and I think, you could give me you could give me 15 to 1, 20 to 1 odds, and I'm not sure I'd bet Tampa to win this series. Um, I was talking to to Gumpy on Friday, and he's been on the bolts, as he calls it, since yep. the beginning. And his statement to me was, and I'll ask you, they better win tonight the avalanche. Because if it goes back, the okay, cowboy back. Up. They're okay. coming back. Okay, Kevin Millar. All right. All right. He, he said Just, they better win uh, game five because don't let Tampa's us win one. Definitely winning don't game let us six. win one. Don't let us win one because it's coming back for game seven. Do you think it's that easy? If Tampa no, can tonight? lose. No, because Tampa can lose at home. No question. I, and I think Tampa, I think actually it's more likely because Colorado's got less pressure on them in game six than doing game five. That's what I said. I th- start to go back and think. Like the Penguins won the cups on the road every time. They never won a cup at home. Like, and you start to go back over history. A lot of times the road team can win a clinching game. You know, even if it's the only game they win, it's it's game six. Sometimes it's game five. Well, it well, is harder in game seven. Yeah, let's 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 put ourselves in in a Denver, Colorado bar right now. Okay. So it's you know, it's what noon approaching one o'clock in Denver right now. You're getting out of work. You're, you got a ticket to game five of the Stanley Cup finals. You're going to a coronation. You're not going to a hockey game. You're going to see your team win the Stanley Cup and skate around with the ice and with the thing, raise it up. We're not losing this game. Are you kidding me? And the team knows that ticket requests are through the roof. Secondary right. ticket market are crazy, man. You're going to win the cup tonight, guys. Yeah. Everyone. I know, you know brothers, sisters, grandmothers, everyone wants to be in the building tonight. Everybody wants to be there to watch the team win. 
lot more going on than just the hockey game tonight where Tampa's just walking in and saying, we're not losing this thing tonight, boys. Let's go. Right. Much rather, I'd much rather, I, I like Tampa's spot mentally tonight much more than Colorado's spot tonight. Doesn't mean they're going to lose. It's right. just, I think there's a lot more pressure on Colorado tonight than there is on Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> skate free, skate loose, go play. Worst thing that's going to happen, you're going to lose. Right. That's it. That's the worst thing that's going to happen. You go play <laughs> your game. Vasilevsky can just be loose, play his angles. Need that power play a little bit. Stop that shot over, like over on the blocker side, please. I mean, I, I'm watching the games and I'm going, geez, I'm left-handed. I would shoot there every time. I wouldn't even look anywhere else. I just right. go look, shoot blocker side, under his arm or over his shoulder. That's it. Cadre being back is such a big lift for Colorado. That was an emotional lift. You could see that. Yeah, that was. Lift. Yeah, it was. He just he scored the game-winning goal. I mean, he's just uh, another on a high uh, stick. By the way, he knocked that puck down with a high stick. Which is more significant, the high stick or the two men in too many men in the ice? The high stick. Oh, okay. You're supposed to stop play immediately when that happens. Mm. It's a high above stick. The, above the shoulder? Yeah. Or even with the shoulder? He was over his shoulder. He was over his shoulder. It was fast, though. I mean, like, you can't – I mean, I I, I saw um, Tampa's coach. I, I saw – he he had a great sound bite. He's like, it's done. It's one yeah. day. We, we discussed it. It's over. We got to go win a game. That's it. We're going to find a way to win a game. So I just think, again, I, we saw them win a high-scoring game. They they can win a high-scoring game. I just – that still correlates to beat Tampa and under. It's been that way for every game. And it, I know. It has not hit yet. That two-leg parlay has not hit Tampa yet. Tampa and under has not hit yet, no. <laughs> it's tonight the night that it hits. <laughs> No. Tap and the under. Same game parlay. I don't know. I like it. I liked it in game one, two, three, four. I've liked it every game. Now here in game five, I like it again. But oh, careful. You're running. This is one be of those really ones. careful. Like, I, 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 I like it again, but be careful. I didn't look yet. Is it be, is in it? It's not embedded or book it. You didn't touch it today. I'm done. Oh, you're officially, done. Officially, I am done betting hockey. I am Fair. over. 47 and 47. I'll take my 500 record and go off to into the sunset. I'm done. Uh, okay, let's talk some baseball. Game six, you're betting Tampa. I'm telling you right now. If if games if they win game, game five, game six, you got to bet Tampa. I'm betting Tampa tonight. I'm just not doing it officially. I'm doing it oh, okay. quiet. I'm right, doing fair. it quietly. Okay. I'm not announcing this is a, an official play. This is just I'm going to throw money on it to try to save my butt on the one unit I'm going to lose. Tampa's fair. not winning this series. Gotcha. So if you're, if you're an, if you're a, a lightning fan, you should make you very happy. Now they're going to win it because I just said that. So just FYI. So save that clip. The, the, we'll, we'll replay it. The Tampa's going to win the cup now because I'm saying there's no way they can win the cup. It's over. Colorado wins either game five, six or seven. One of the three, they win. You're wearing the Astros stuff today. Oh, unbelievable baseball game. Last Justin Verlander goes to the hill. I was on the under for the Yankees yesterday and Framber Valdez pitched well, except for the three run ding dong. He gave up in the first inning. He went over on our prop of the day for strikeouts. So that came through for us. Yankees are off to a historic run. Second best start since 1940. Crazy. Astros have Verlander on the mound today. Yankees are only a minus 134 favorite though. Astros or Yankees. You can make a case for both sides. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I just figured I would wear the Houston stuff one because it's very colorful, and yes. um, two because no one is betting them. Mm-hmm. This would be one of those days I would go into work and go, "Let me check the uh, let me check the odd screen." Wow, we need the Astros today with Verlander. Might be the only time all year that we need Verlander today in the book. So I said, you know what? I'm going to wear the Astros stuff. I wore the Yankee stuff yesterday a little bit. And I was like, man, I had that game under 14 and a half in game, under 13 and a half in game, got to 12 and a half when it was 6-3 still. And I bet over 12 and a half plus money. There you go. I was like, oh, that's a bad bet. It got to 11 and a half. I bet under. Traced it all the way down to nine and a half. And then I was like, all right. Did you win money on it? 13. It fell 13. Perfect. Perfect. The Yankees were 20 to one to start the ninth. Yep. And I was like, man, it's six, three. If they get a base hit here, they they could actually, they could tie this thing. I bet them plus two and a half runs plus two ten. Oh, wow. Thinking they would score in the bottom of the ninth, at least one. So, that worked out. And they didn't won the game. do the twenty to one. Oh, I didn't okay. do the twenty to one, but I had almost every single bet cashed. So by falling thirteen, it was an absolute miracle because I didn't. I thought when I bet over twelve and a half, I chased it with a eleven and a half under, a ten and a half under, and then a nine and a half over. So if it falls in the middle, it's perfect. Some numbers it, to look at for tonight, mm, if you want plus money, you've got. Eight and two record for the Astros as a dog this year. Ten times. That's it. Yep, that's it. It's a decent number to jump on. Fifty-two and eighteen, and you're going to say, "Oh, we're going against it." Well, as a favorite, that's what I would do. I would only. Yankees are thirty-two and thirty-three as a favorite. The Yankees actually have a losing record as a favorite this year. So. So as a dog, they're almost undefeated. Uh, with a thirty and seven straight up at home. As a favorite, the thirty two and thirty three and seven losses. That's it. Yeah, the thirty wins and seven losses at home. Thirty three zero and seven losses. You know how good that is. It's insane. Man, oh man! And Judge hits in a two hole. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I, I mean. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Astros. There's a lot of numbers that point towards betting the Astros today. I would agree with you on that. It's only plus 114 at FanDuel, though. So it's not it's like great plus money. It's decent, but it's not tremendous. I'm telling you, it might be the only time you get him plus money all year. I mean, I still don't get how the Dodgers are the, are the favorite and the Yankees are not to win the World Series. Path. That's just strange. Path. It's the path to get there. Whose path is going to be easier? I mean, to me, the Yankees' path, I think, is easier. I don't know. You keep telling me they're not playing meaningful baseball in September, and they're going to lose the hope. That's my hope. But I'm not (laughs) saying that. I mean, I hope they're not playing meaningful baseball because then they fall on their face in the playoffs. That's the hope. They run away and hide. And they currently have a a 12-and-a-half game lead on the Blue Jays, 13 on the Red Sox, 14-and-a-half on the Rays. I mean, they're winning this division. It's about to be July 1st. <laughs> like Bucky Dent's not walking through the door for the Red Sox. Right. Like they're not going to blow a 12 and a half game lead in August. <laughs> like 
And I guess they could nibble into it in July, but the Red Sox are, I mean, the one benefit for the Red Sox is that they play the Yankees eight times in the first two weeks of July. Right. So they'll have a chance to cut in if somehow they get bonkers hot and go eight and oh, do something ridiculous. Then maybe they're live to win the division, but other, I mean, barring something of a ridiculous unforeseen monster run. Right. Can't see it. How much is Aaron Judge going to make in the offseason? Arbitration hearing is today. 19 million. You got it. If you think that was, I wish I could have bet on that. Would have been better <laughs> than betting on Paulo. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to win their arbitration hearing today? Is, is Judge going to win, win it? They settled. Yeah. He didn't win it. They settled it. Oh, they settled for 19 million. Yeah. Just one time. Just one time. I want to have it go to somewhere and have to settle for anything like that. Right. Just one time. For $19 million. Just one time. One. Just settle for one. Who's gonna, are the Yankees going to pay him? Uh, I would say yes. I would say yes. If they, win the, if they win the World Series, they'll pay him. If, if, they, they, play in the, if they play in the World Series, they'll pay him. Wow. They win the pennant, they'll pay him. They don't win the pennant, I'm not sure they pay him. Wow. Why? They let him walk. If he doesn't, if they're not winning the pennant, yeah, I think they let they let him walk. I think you're crazy. Okay. If he what happens if he hits 110 in the playoffs again? If he wins the MVP, they're gonna let him walk. It's a big if. He's the odds on favor. So He's one bad swing away from being on the DL for two months. This is true. <laughs> I mean, he's an injury prone dude. This is why they don't want to pay him. He's been healthy, which is so funny how that happens when you're in an arbitration year or a walk year. You're just magically healthy all the time. Like you don't probably have any get his rest. Matthew's oh. probably sleeping good, eating yeah, good. Of course. Yes. Doing all the right he things. Never, he never did that before. He, he never ate right before. He never slept right oh, before. Right now. Oh, yeah, of course. Right, right. It's amazing how that happens. Like just when guys have Brady Anderson. Contract gear. Brady Anderson, 52, 50 home runs. How'd that happen? Well, Brady Anderson and 50 home runs in a contract year. Got a big contract. Works down a lot over to winner. <laughs> Next sure. year. Wait, how we only have 25 home runs? How'd that happen? That big contract just sat there. It was nice. <laughs> NBA, it happens too. Guys in walk years have incredible, incredible healthy seasons. And then, you know, they make insane amounts. John Wall uh, has been getting paid on average $3.1 million per game. That doesn't even make sense. That, 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 that's just, just because he's playing twenty games a year. Like he's, that's, he's, that's, that's absurd. <laughs> yep, he's making that's, that's, his contract. I think he played like ten games and eight games and play any playoff games in it. No, no, John Wall. No, no. he's getting paid on average three point one million dollars a game because he can't stay healthy. But he got a big Amazing. old fat contract and he stayed real healthy on that contract year. Amazing! Amazing! Funny how that happens. <laughs> Dodgers and the Braves today. Atlanta has been the hottest NLCS team in baseball. preview. This NLCS preview, maybe Dodgers minus one thirty four today here in this one. Dodgers are a slight favorite coming off the shellacking of the Reds, is consistently pounding on them. Yes. Julio Arias has not been good against the Braves historically in his career. Nope. Four and six, two point five ERA this year. Ian Anderson six and three, four point three five. 
So far, these teams have played three times this year. Dodgers 7-4, Braves 3-1, Dodgers 5-1. This is the last set. They played three games in L.A., three games in Atlanta, and this will be the last time they see each other this season. Who do you like today? Braves. To stay hot? Plus money. Home team. Uh, Urias. Run support. One of the worst in baseball. Thanks mm. to Ralph Michaels. He put a tweet out this morning reminding me of the other tweet that he did when he wasn't pitching. So he sent it out. He's got one of the worst records. Except for last time out. Except last time out. Yes. Cleveland, they scored seven runs against Cleveland. But in the four starts before that, the Dodgers scored zero, three, four, and zero for Arias. Yeah. And you go back even a little further. I mean, it's it's been a one of those things where it's just his turn in a rotation. There's always okay. one guy, even on a good team, that just gets the matchup. Yeah, this season, this season, the Dodgers have scored four, five, six, one, three, one, three, one, zero, three, four, zero, one. They've never scored more than six runs in a game. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of binary numbers in there. It was zero one and twos, ones. a lot of ones and twos, well, zeros, ones That's, and twos for what yeah. they have scored with him on the mound, which is not Braves great. and under, Braves and under, Braves and under. That's I the, thought about the under, but Atlanta scares the crap out of me in June, true. July, and August. The weather just – the ball flies in that park. They're heating up. The whole lineup – when it when the lineup starts hitting, it's contagious. You see it all yeah. the time in baseball. I mean, I, I see it when I'm coaching the kids. A couple kids get hot, especially when it's the bottom of the lineup. Then everybody's attention gets a little bit um, – a little more – paying attention to detail, trying yeah. to get ahead in the count. And then they get better hitters counts. There's more pressure because the bottom of the order is on base. So now they're hitting with runners in scoring position, forcing the defense and the pitcher to, you know, have a little more um, pressure. It's Atlanta could blow this whole total, like score six runs today and game could go over six, three. So, well, no, it's, it's painted nine right now. So five four would be the projected score, most likely. Team nine total is, nine scares me. Scares I mean, you what under? Scares you over? Scares me that, that they're shading to the over. Right, it's juiced to the over. Yeah, they're, shading to, they're yeah. shading to the over because of the pitching and the weather. It's just that ballpark in Atlanta, Georgia. I don't know. That scares Braves me. Under. Braves and under. Okay. I like the Braves. I think the Braves can win. Yeah. I don't know about the total. Under scares me. I see the Atlanta home dog situation. Atlanta has been pretty good as a dog this season. Uh 11 and 6 as an underdog. How about the Dodgers? 38 and uh, 38 and 29 as a favorite this year. It's every game, isn't it? It's 60 Yeah, 67. They've been a dog three times. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and they're and they're 43 and 25 on the run line. 43 and 25 on the run line. Yeah. It's crazy. The Yankees are the best, 52 and 18. The Mets are the second best, 45 and 26. Wait, Dodgers, these are overall records or run line records? Run oh sorry. So sorry, 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 sorry. Run line record. Dodgers are 39 29 run line. Okay. 
Baltimore is 44 and 27. They're the best team in baseball. Texas 41 and 27, second best. Wow. Mostly, mostly from covering, losing by plus, one run. Yep, plus one and a half. Yep. But the best team wow. to cover the run line, minus one and a half, Dodgers 38 and 29. Cleveland's 37 and 28. The Mets are 40 and 31. Those are top five run line teams in baseball. Do we have the chat available on YouTube? Are we back? Dude. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'm just gonna upload the episode after the show. Oh, okay. gotcha. Okay. I just I just opened it back up. I was just wanted to see if it were there. Thanks, Fair. Uh so yeah, so there's that. Um one more baseball Cubs Cardinals today. How do you feel about this rivalry? I think it's really cool, but because I've never been to either park and mm-hmm. experienced it, like I don't it's not like Dodgers Padres to me. It's not obviously Red Sox Yankees. It's not it doesn't have the same there's no heat to it. Yeah, it's like dead. It, it, it's dead. It, it, Cubs winning the World Series killed this rivalry. Really? For me, for me, it killed it because I think it was there for a long time. The Red Sox and Yankees are geographically, you know, they are. It's close. It ain't that far. Yeah, it's I mean, but Chicago, people say Chicago and St. Louis isn't isn't as far as it's like six hours. So it's not as far as people think. And it's that's there's some truth to that. But because it's on the it's on the west, it's on the eastern side of Missouri. So it's kind of a straight shot up to Illinois. But it's not the same. I mean. The Cardinals were winning all those championships. They're playing for all those championships, Pujols and whatnot, and the history and Bush Stadium, and you know just the way the Cardinals, Cardinals and Red Sox fan fan bases are very similar. The cities are very similar in like the way that they're situated and the populations and the love of baseball. Cubs never fit the Yankees mold ever, but they were seen as such because of the big city of the Cubs, and but they never were winning. Wait, wait, wait! wait. You said the Cubs. And the Yankees in the same breath, not from a championship perspective. What I mean is like Chicago looks down on St. Louis a lot. Like Chicago, Chicago looks down on everybody. Don't fine. they? Well, not New York, but they yes, they, they do look in the, mid, in the Midwest. In the, anyone that's not New York. Correct. Pretty, they they yes. used to come to the books all the time. Like they won championships all the yeah, time. Like people right. used to come in and say, I'd be like, whoa, you know, everybody <laughs> relax. Keep betting them bears. Right. Keep, you know, keep but they're, the big, but they're the big city folks, right? I mean, they're the, they're, you know, they think they started this gambling thing, right? Like, <laughs> like we, we started this gambling thing. Like we were the ones that made the wire act from Vegas back to Chicago. That's why the wire act became a reality. It wasn't because of New York, because they were sending the numbers back to Chicago. I thought that was Kansas city. They were sending a lot of stuff back. Mm, to that too. But, yeah, but, that, but there was a lot going on in Kansas city. It, was, it started in Chicago and then moved okay. to Kansas city. Once the okay. FBI figured out it was going to Chicago, but probably right. <laughs> so they figured it out. We need to get out of this part of the country. You need to go down a little further to the South. We'll go to a state where they don't care. We'll go to Kansas and we're going to Missouri, but yeah. th- that's, but Chicago people look at St. Louis and they're like, yeah, you live in St. Louis. Have fun. Nice, nice arch, but that's always, but Chicago never fit that because they didn't win enough to really fit the whole St. Louis won. So this is like St. Louis in Boston. Now Boston wins. The Yankees haven't won anything in 20 years. So you've got Red Sox. We've won winning four championships and looking at the Yankees and going like, why don't you go win something? Can't win anything. So this rivalry kind of is did Dave freeze. Oh no. Now Dave froze. Look at that. Everything's freezing this past. This has been a this has been a wonky week, man. It's been one of those weeks. Things freezing, but 
I don't think this rivalry has a lot of heat. We'll wait for Dave to come back. Uh, I just think this rivalry, to me, the Cubs need to be good. And St. Louis needs to be good. And St. Louis is good, not great. They're good. Cubs aren't great. Cubs have been really bad. So, you know, if you look at the pitching matchup for today, it's, you know, Kyle Hendricks has been okay for Chicago. Two and six, 5.43 ERA. This Palente kid, I don't know much about. Andre Palente's two and two with the 1.69 ERA. He's been, obviously, ERA-wise, has been pretty good. Looks like more of an opener, though, although he pitched five and two-thirds against the Red Sox last time out, two and a third against Pittsburgh, five and a third against Cincinnati, four and three and a third in his two starts in Chicago and San Diego. Two earned runs, two earned runs, zero, one, and one. So that's why you have a significant number on the Cardinals to win the game today for this 23-year-old right-hander. But, and I mean, they just lose. And unfortunately, they just lose and lose a lot. Is Dave back? Oh, Dave's back. Hi. Hi. There we go. So we're just finishing touching on the... Uh, who do you like? Cubs Cardinals today? Look at the number. Big. Minus 160. Minus 160. 65. Cubs at home. Sorry, Cardinals at home. Cubs on the road. This Palenti kid's been pretty good for the for the yeah, Cardinals. I, I mean, I'm not looking to take... Uh, I'm looking to take the Cubs really in any situation. Can't believe they were favored yesterday against the Pirates. Still can't believe that. I was um, I, need, I needed that even money. That, that saved me yesterday. Yeah. That was nice to get the Pirates. It was a nice win. Mm-hmm. Did you see the diving stop by O'Neill Cruz? I did. And I also saw the game winning hit, which was nice. Yeah. A little floater and extra innings. Yeah. I can't I've just I've decided I cannot watch when I have a money line bet and the game goes to extra innings, I shut it off. Can't watch it. It pisses me off. I get so mad. It's the ghost runner rule. I can't. I, it, it just bet pisses. the other side, Matthew. You're in the game. You can bet the other side and cover the bet. Don't worry about nothing. You can't lose. Well, it depends on the number, though. It depends on what they, I mean, it's you, not always that easy. In a game, if you got the home team. Right. Even money. In the bottom of the ninth. Right. And it looks like they're going to get out of the inning. Okay. Take the plus on dog. Coming up in the tenth, if you got if it is, plus, I, I didn't even look at it, so I did. I just shut it off and just like because okay. also, I mean, I can bet the other side that's fine, but like for the podcast, it doesn't. I mean, I give it out overnight, so like it right. doesn't matter oh, if I come yeah. back. It so right. I'm already I'm already committed to the bet from overnight, so like I need I want the bet to come in because <laughs> I've told people to go ahead and bet the pirates, and then I'm just when it goes to extra innings, I just gets too I I. I can't do it. I hate it. I hate the extra inning rule so much. That runner on second base makes me so mad. And when I have an under, it's the same problem. You know, under eight, two, two, go to the tenth. It's like I just assume I'm gonna lose. Like they're gonna score five runs, I'm gonna lose. Like, so <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. The hard part is the total. It's ridiculous. It's it's, it's hard. I can't stand it. It's a fake baseball, made up sport, made up out, made up offense. Mm. Can't stand it. Artificially, you know, greased just pisses me off to no end. I like it. Cannot stand it. You like it? How do you like it? It's the way we settle softball games in extra innings. You're comparing softball to major league baseball. No, it's it's it puts Come pressure on. on the pitcher. It puts pressure on the defense. It shortens the game. It doesn't go past one or two innings. I still like my I still like my 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 solution way better. Which is sudden death of the three innings. It's not bad. 
I like that. I, if you, you have three at bats as the home team, if you don't get three at bats, if you can't win, we go to sudden death. First run scores ends the game. I'm I'm going to be on MLB Network today. I'll I'll see if I can slide that into Vescursion. Tell him. Ask me a question. Say, Matty V, what do you think about this? Perot came up with this. Sudden death after three innings, even if the visiting team scores. You really think that that's fair? Yeah. You have three at-bats. At the bottom, you have three chances to win the game as the home team. If you don't, I would love to see a walk-off road team win. Be fun to see the road team go on a walk-off celebration. You've said some ridiculous things about the Patriots and about the Celtics and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. That's one of your more ridiculous takes, right there. But t- tell me why. Tell me why putting. Tell me why putting a runner at second base, enforcing a pitcher who is used to coming in with a clean inning, forcing that pitcher to come in and be with a runner in scoring position to pitch out of the stretch. Why is that less crazy than what I just? Why is that the the, the better because solution? You're giving to what I both teams the opportunity. I am three times, and then I'm giving, you're not. I'm giving every batter in the lineup one at bat. They each get one at bat. Nine at bats are guaranteed for both teams. So the first to nine hitter, every one of them is guaranteed net bat. Then you stop. Then I stop. Correct. Cause the game has to, someone has to win the game. You've had, you had your chance. Someone's got to win the game. Rather you just do a home run contest. Putting a runner at second base. How is this baseball? You don't start an inning pitching out of the stretch. Cause someone's on the, on, on, on at second base. It's ridiculous. Uh, you got the overtime rules changed for the football, so maybe you'll get the overtime rule changed for the baseball. Let's do it. <laughs> I, 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 both teams both teams touch the football. I got that done only for the playoffs. Yeah. Should be for the regular season too, but... Play defense. Come on. You can't play defense. If, if I'm a pitcher, if I'm a closer, and I'm coming in to pitch the top of the 10th inning for yeah. my team, I'm not used to having a guy at second base. I don't come in with a dirty inning. I come in with a clean slate. I'm coming in. If a guy on the, gets on base, you start pitching from Correct, the but it's on me. I put him on. I'm I'm pitching my well, first batter. Put him on for you. Pitch out of the stretch. The first batter is out of, I'm, I'm through the stretch. I don't got to worry about a guy at second base taking a big lead. It's artificially <laughs> done. It's not right. It's ridiculous. It's not how baseball is supposed to be played. I love it. You are talking about my rules being crazy and insane. That rule is insane. <laughs> you go the, the the diehard baseball people. You went big, go back to double day and be like, "Hey, dude, guess what? Start the tenth inning. I'm putting your runner at second base." Like, what the hell are you talking about? Why play the damn game? Shortening the game or saving Shortening pitchers' arms. I am too. Pitches. I am too. Nine Only at bats. After it goes three innings. Correct. But nine at bats. What if both teams score two runs in the tenth? Doesn't matter. Eleventh inning, because well, everybody's going to bat. Some guys are going to bat twice. Then sure, but if you tied it in the tenth, you have a chance in the eleventh to win it. You didn't win it, and then in the twelfth to win it, so, you didn't so win it. Can be more than nine guys batting. That's what of I'm course, saying. but I'm saying at minimum. I'm not saying maximum. I'm saying minimum. Both teams can score a hundred runs in the top and a hundred runs on the bottom. We still, we still go. All right, still equal. Okay. You want equality. You want fairness. Runner at second base is not baseball. Not how the game's supposed to be played. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. Do you like the college football rule? They're overtime. You like that? No, you don't I, like that. You don't I like that because it's not real one. football. You no, no, say it. You don't like I it because it's not real football. Over it. Okay, but you don't like the college one because it's not real football. You take away special teams. True. You're not playing real football. 
it's fake football. That's why the NFL never would do it. Yeah, I don't like it. I mean, it just seems a shame to decide the games like that, but they have to decide the game somehow. Now they're forced to go for two. Not, not only that, now they say you can't even choose between extra point or two point conversion. You got two times to go there. And on the third time, you got to go for two, which is the same thing that I'm doing with baseball, which is saying, okay, after three times, sudden death. Do Whoever you like scores. College football rule? I do like the college football rule because it's fun. I like betting overs in college football. So it's great for college football overs. <laughs> Pretty much game goes, game goes to overtime or cash in the over. So. I like that personally. Yeah, I must, I, I'm, I'm too much of a book guy. I'm like, just under, just get it yeah. done. For, 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 from a betting perspective, I love the overtime rules because you, yeah. you can have the 78 to 74 final like Texas Tech did versus oh. who was that? TCU or SMU? I forget who they're playing, but. What was it? Penn State, Indiana, that they, they went for two, eight. There was eight possessions mm. in overtime. Right. The game still went under. Yeah. <laughs> Because they could, yeah. Well, now they go. Now they go for two. They just stop going for touchdown. Now it's just going for two. Now it's just after, right. after three. It's just you just go for two every time. Silly. So they force you to go for two, and now you're just going for two point plays the entire time, which is just so stupid. That's but beyond. Yeah, that's 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 no good. It's very dumb. Time for the Circus Sports schedule of the day being brought to you by Circus Sports and the Circa Million Four Football Handicapping Tonk Contest. The most exciting football handicapping contest is back for another season. Circa Million Four will deliver six million guaranteed total prizes, one million dollars to the first place prize. This contest, once again, will not take a rake, which is pretty cool. Don't make any money. Extra fees go right back into the prize pool. Five picks in pro football against the spread. Each pick worth one point. Most points, you win at least a million dollars. Entries are $1,000, max of three per player. Test your skills this season against the best handicappers in the world for your chance to win a million dollars. More information about the contest, rules, and sign-up information, log on to circusports.com. Team of the day, the Jacksonville Jags. <laughs> With Trevor Lawrence at the helm. Overall, your take, your outlook on the Jags is what? What's the number right now? Hold on. Before we do that, are you positive or are you negative as to what they did in the offseason? I don't have a clue what they did in the offseason. Really? Who they added? Yeah. What did they what did they add? Tell me. So they added a they restocked the weapons. Okay. They added Christian Kirk. Okay. They added um uh they had Marvin Jones. They added Zay Jones. Okay. They added Evan Ingram. And Travis Etienne will come back after the foot break from last year. Okay. So four new guys. Four new guys. On the offense for Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Gave Christian Kirk a lot of money, which I would not have done, but they think he can be a number one. And he came from where? The Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Six and a half is the total for wins. Juice to the under minus 125. Good number. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm not overly impressed. I'm not going, wow, oh, signed all those guys. I think it's going over. I mean, new head coach and Doug Peterson. Not the most innovative coach. No, but good for Trevor Lawrence. Is he? Yeah. Quarterback guy. Yeah. It's 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 a good. It may not be the best upgrade, but it's an upgrade. He's a running coach, is he not? Doug Peterson. It's a former quarterback. I mean, obviously Nick. Foles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I was thinking of somebody else. Doug Peterson's the guy that won the Super Bowl. With, yeah, with the, with Eagles. the Eagles. So I mean, he's a former this NFL is good quarterback. For Trevor Lawrence. Yes. 
Okay. At first blush, I'm going under on this schedule, just so you know. Okay. So let's go through it. First game on the road at Washington. Uh, let's see. First, because literally, this is Jacksonville is the team that teams expect to beat. Like they're counting this game as a W. <laughs> right. You lose to Jacksonville, it's really a bad thing. It's a tough one, though. For whom? I mean, what's the point spread of this game? Um, point spread in week one. I'm going to say it's three for for Washington. Uh, let's see. The line is four for Washington. Yeah, Minus Washington's going to win that game. I would agree. Oh, and one. Home opener, Indianapolis. We've talked about this. I think Indy wins this game. They're going down there yeah. seeing red. You took Jacksonville to win this game when we did the Colts yesterday. Yeah. You took you took the Colts, you took the Jags to win this game. Right. You staying with that? Yeah. You have one and one. I have 0 and 2. Uh, at the LA Chargers. Nope. Loss. At the Philadelphia Eagles. Nope. I have owned four start. One. Home for Houston. Win. I have one. At Indianapolis. Lose. Mm-hmm. Home for the New York Giants. Win. Okay, I'll give it to them. Two. At a home for Denver, but this game's being played in London. It's a home game, but Denver? it's Denver. Denver, Jacksonville London. is in London. Yes. Jeez. Oh, man. They could win that game. I think they win the game. I think Jacksonville wins. Their experience over there, they, they're the most traveled team to London. They know they got it down. Denver's new to it. Yeah. Back home against Vegas at home. So I say they beat Denver. It's four. They lose to the Raiders. At KC. Lose. So at the bye week, I have three wins. You have four. Four. Home for Baltimore after the bye. Lose. At Detroit. Lose. At Tennessee. It's the first time they played Tennessee, huh? Yep. Mm -hmm. Lose. Home for Dallas. Lose. At the New York Jets. Thursday night football. I would agree. There's four. At Houston. New Year's Day. You told me Houston's going to be the worst team in football. Mm -hmm. I'll say win. I do too. Five. And then Tennessee in week 18 at home. (laughs) Come to the number. (laughs) So I have six. I think they can win the game. I have six. And if they win that game, it's seven for me. It's over six. It's over. What's Mm -hmm. the juice right now? Minus 125 in the under. It's a good number. It's a good exercise. I mean, it's 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 fun to do. I mean, I love doing this in the book because we would do this with four guys and then right. put a number up. You know, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's it's wait and see. So as far as here are where the they non, go. non-conference road games. Okay, at Washington, at the Chargers, no. at the Eagles. 
I'm going to call Denver a road game because it's a home game, but it's in London. Right. At Detroit, at the Jets. I mean, one, maybe two. I think they can beat Washington, but that's about, and then Denver. So there's two. Detroit at home is a question mark. I mean, maybe, but I think later in the year, I think Detroit's going to play better and Jackson will probably play worse. You know, I'm higher on Detroit yeah. than you, so I can't really So, say. But I, I do think, I think they win that game though. I, I do think Detroit wins that game. Right. Okay. So. Tough number, man. I don't know. <laughs> so the, in the in the non-conference home games, they've got uh, Vegas, Baltimore, Dallas. They only have three non non division home games because Denver's a London home, game. D- Denver's the home game. <laughs> they that they give up. Take could lose all those games. Uh huh. Right. Boy, they, that's they, why they, their whole season depends on the division games, huh? They got to go four and two to go over this number. <laughs> they go four and two, they might win the division. I mean, that's I, I don't see it. No, they're going to win three other games. I, I just don't think that they win. I mean, four games in the division would be they stunning. Sweep they, Houston and split the other two. That's four and two. Can't see it. They're going to lose both to Indy and to Tennessee. Oh, they're beating one of them once. Okay. They go three they and three. Lose, they may lose the Houston once. Oh, that's the kick in the. <laughs> they could go to Houston and lose. You lose to Houston this year. Yikes. Somebody's going to do it. I There's a shot they go 0 17. No way. There's you a shot. Bet that now in a book. Will any team go 0 17? They're not going 0 17. Okay. There's a shot. Impossible. They're off. They're awful. Wait to, I mean, Monday, they're horrible. We'll do the schedule on Monday. Can't wait. They are so bad. <laughs> Texans are so bad. Lovey Smith is uh, their head coach. Lovey Smith. He had some success in Chicago before he didn't. <laughs> it's great Illinois. He was a phenomenal college coach. Totally changed everything. Makes total sense of him to be a head coach in the NFL. Till you get the guy. You need a guy until you get the guy. Who's the guy? Job. Who's who's the guy? Who wants to go to that dumpster fire? Deshaun Watson. They well, the whole they franchise. Now it's a different. Now now they can kind of. Yeah. Now, now we're finding out what they did. Now all the dirty laundry is coming out. Yeah. Now we're learning about all the rats in that in that organization. We we thought it was just you know Littlefinger. It's way worse than just one dude who had whispers into the owner's ear. It's all throughout the entire organization. I don't know who's a bigger mess, the Texans or the Washington commanders. And that's hard to say because Daniel Snyder is getting, getting subpoenaed to appear in front of Congress next week. And I'm not sure. And and I'm not sure which is a worse franchise right now. Uncovering a shadow investigation, trying to discredit the NFL's investigation and and Congress's investigation into the commanders. Not a good look. No, (laughs) not a good look. And then you don't show up to Congress when they voluntarily ask you to show up because you have a business meeting and you leave the country. And and it ain't like he's flying from LA to go to Congress. It's in the neighborhood. Right. (laughs) You think you're in Washington. You're in the whole market. Like, like, Hey, we need you to come down. 
It's, yeah, it's, like it's, get it's in like your car and drive. Strip. Right, you're driving down to Congress. You're not okay. doing much. We, yeah, so I, I don't know who's here. worse right now. In the, in, the, in the Texans, we're learning more and more about the NDAs and the and, and the way that they set up Deshaun Watson to do whatever the hell he wanted to do. And now we got this. I mean, both yeah. those. The, I mean, poor Roger Goodell yeah. is sitting there catching missiles from people, getting mm. subpoenaed and getting asked about Dave Portnoy and everything else. Like, mm. it just goes to show you when you get on a on a witness stand under oath and anybody can ask you questions, you have no idea what you're going to get asked. Like yeah. it could have no relevance whatsoever to what you're talking about in the Washington commanders and Daniel Snyder. And all of a sudden you're answering questions about suspending or kicking out a media, mem- a media member. So yeah. odd. The whole thing is just so, it's so incredibly odd, but I like under you like over. Which yeah. is kind of odd, which is not typical for you. I mean, I'm I would lean under. I, I don't think that like, you know, we talk about it every day. We, you know, for those of you who watch it every day or listen every day, what the ceiling is. Mm-hmm. I think Jacksonville's ceiling might be seven, eight max. <laughs> I think eight would I, stun me. Yeah. I mean Trevor Lawrence, it. if they win eight games, Trevor Lawrence is taking a monster step forward. Which a they might do. Step. I mean, you know, because we, we talked about the rest of the division. You got Tennessee down. Yeah. You got Houston down. Yeah. Somebody's got to get closer Look, to five. Travis Etienne plays the way they think he's capable of playing. First round pick running back. I mean, I know some really bad picks have been made by the previous regime, but if he can come in and play the way they thought he was capable of playing coming out of Clemson, that could change a lot. Right. James Robinson's still there. I mean, you know, you got a really good back in James Robinson, a first round pick in Travis Etienne. Can limit the number of throws that you're going to ask Lawrence to make, but when he is back there throwing, he doesn't turn the football over. Maybe there's something to be said there, right? So we'll see. This is good. Are we going to get the better or book it while the sports grid audience is still with us? Maybe 11:30. We'll see how fast. We, see how fast we 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 go through the next ten minutes. Okay. Uh, all right, props.com story of the day. We're going to Nerfies. The best Nerfie bets of the day. What's a Nerfie? No run first inning bet. Okay. Became very possible. Your fees is yes. Nerfies are no. Right. Marlins at, sorry, Mets at the, at the Marlins for a no. Minus 130 at FanDuel. A little juicy, but you got Walker going for the Mets. Has not allowed a first inning run in eight of 11 starts. Wow. That's good. Marlins have scored a first inning run just 17% of the time. Second worst in Major League Baseball. Like it. Marlins pitching Sandy Alcantara today, not allowed a first inning run in 11 of 13 starts for him. Wow. The first four minus 130. That's it. On the no? On the no. Mets. That would be higher. Mets first four hitters are a lifetime 12 of 59 for Alcantara. That's 203. And Miami's ballpark is a pitcher friendly park. Both pitchers have been bankable this year. Minus 130 for no runs in the first inning for Mets at Marlins. Kind of like that. You like it? Yeah, minus 130. I thought it would be higher. I thought it would be minus one when you were talking like that. And Alcantara has been fantastic. Just be just the Cy Young candidate. I mean, I think he can, I, I think he can win it nationally, mm. even, if, even if the Marlins don't. Um, even get the 500, let alone make the playoffs. Um, and Walker allowed one run in six and two thirds against the Marlins last Saturday. He, he pitched really good too. I watched some of that game. 
um, he looked like he figured something out in the last two starts. He's the start before that was even good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played, the last two starts he's been good because he was a fade. Every time he played was the game the Mets would lose, right? But pitch really well. Yeah, I like it. Minus one thirty. Yeah, Walker now is five and two with a two point eight eight ERA. Yeah, uh, he's gone one earned run, six innings against the, the Angels, six and two thirds against Miami. Yeah. One earned run in both those games. Yeah. He gave, he went six with four earned runs and a loss to the Padres. Five and two thirds with two earned runs and a loss to the Dodgers. Two times out before that. Yeah, yeah. That's so. no, I mean, there's no shame in that losing to the nope. Dodgers. But I, I saw the Angel game. That's what I was watching, and I was like, "Is this the Angels being bad or is this him being good?" And then I watched his last start, and I was like, "Nah, he looks like he's he's throwing it down more." I mean, it's you know, I simplified. I, I don't know about the FIBA and the WUBA <laughs> and all this other crap. I just watch a guy pitch and go, "Yeah, he's he's got something going." Mm-hmm. So you're betting this? Yeah. This is this right. would be a, this would be a play. No run first inning. Tread cautiously. These things are very um they give one you a nice swing. sweat. Yeah, yeah, one swing and you lose it. So yeah. it's all one good swing. All right. Uh time for the bet prep prop of the day. We are going back to the ice here from Bet Prep. Nathan McKinnon over four and a half shots at minus 135 across multiple books. Cash. He's had this in six of seven games. Averaging 6.4 shots per game, eight, six, three, five, seven, five. And last game had 11 shots. <laughs> Insanity. That's five of six in games after a win, averaging 6.2 in the playoffs, having five or more overall. He's 12 of 18. McKinnon, minus 135, over four and a half shots per game. What's like juice? It? Minus 135. It's fair. I think I like that too. How, do, how does this one lose? Well, he very much a lockdown defensive effort from Tampa. You don't allow McKinnon to get to get the puck. Keep it away he gets from it him. And goes, man. He just he's. Uh, this would be very surprising if he doesn't get this tonight. Okay. Better to book it is being brought to you by Fliff, the social sports book. Getfliff.com. If you have it legal in your state, you download it. Use that promo code props when you sign up and they'll give you a 25 buck bonus just for signing up. No deposit necessary with getfliff.com. Red Sox Guardians, I bet it last night over eight and a half with a gorgeous 80 degree night in Cleveland coming over eight and a half runs, minus 120. Wasn't expecting that. Betting it or booking it. Over eight and a half. It's painted nine now. Uh huh. Um, hard to say. I like the under the Red Sox. First time these two teams have played this season. Both teams, the Guardians in particular, are sco- are having scoring. Even though it was one nothing against the Twins in the last game, I bet the over last game, 21, 11, 8, and eight in the four games prior. Red Sox are hot. They're winning. They won four games in a row. They're scoring five, six get runs a game. Hunch play. Book it. Okay. 6-4 Red Sox win. Yeah. Sounds about right. It's where I am on this. Like the Red Sox on the side? I do. I like I like Red Sox run line. Oh, I didn't. I forgot about the parlay. I'll, I'll give you the parlay here in a second. Okay. Red Sox run line on the parlay. Okay. Um, is okay. part of it, yes. Right. I like the Red Sox on the side. Okay. Uh, to go. Pavetta has been good. Lately, he's been very good. 
Yeah. But I don't, I, I, he's due. He's due to have his last road start. He gave up four earned runs and in five innings to the into the Angels, who don't score against anybody. Right. And this this offense for the for the Guardians can get after you if you aren't caught, if you aren't on your p's and q's. Yep. So over eight and a half is the first play. The parlay. I didn't put this in the rundown, Matt. So I'll just say it to you, Dave. <laughs> is Tampa Bay Rays laying one and a half at home to the Pirates? Just keep picking against the Pirates. That's fine. I bet on them yesterday. Red oh, Sox. Did. That's right. The day before you did not. Okay. Red Sox minus one and a half on the run line at okay. the Guardians. Yeah. And the Astros plus one and a half against the Yankees. Look at you taking a run and a half. And minus two. I can lay the minus 200 in a parlay. Raise like even raises even money. Red Sox is plus 145. Astros minus 200. I like what you're doing with that. It's a plus 635 parlay. Wow. My only worry is that the Rays, it's only seven and a half for the Rays and the Pirates, or it was last night from a total perspective. It's only seven and a half. So laying the run line's a little bit dicey. I think the parlay's got a shot today. I don't what I don't know. It's my final daily juice. Don't bet a parlay parlay before the just the picks pod starts. So I wanted I I, I worked at this one. That's pretty good. I like this. I, I like this one. I don't always say that, but I work. Which this one, one gets like, you? Pirates. But most likely it's always the Red Sox. When I put the Red Sox in these things, my team is the one that falls in its face. Right. But so I, think the Astros, I think the Astros win. Blame me. Yeah, I think the Astros win outright. Uh, Red Sox, I think, could have a big night tonight, scoring a bunch of runs on the Guardians. And then the Pirates might lose like 4-3. They could win to, to the race. They can win the game too, but I don't think so. I mean, they're beating up on bad teams at home. They're on the road now to Tampa. Tampa needs to get going. They're, you know, Red Sox are above them. You got to win these games against bad teams. They know that. Yeah. It's got a shot. I think I'm worried about the Tampa one too. Yeah. Even though Boston's plus 145 on the run line, I still like that more than I like the even money. I do too. We got the we got the visiting team, and we got the uh, uh, hot lineup. I mean, it's not like Tampa. I mean, they just got through a series with the Yankees. They didn't see. They saw a lot of good pitching. <laughs> so, I'm not gonna see. I mean, although the best pitcher for the Pirates goes tonight. Yeah. So. And you're laying around in the half against. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. That's that worries me. Uh, this one worries me, but this is, this is kind of wild. A's wow. versus the Royals under four and a half first five. I like this already. You like this one. Okay. So have you seen, well, I like the, t- I like this game under when I saw it. Well, the A's haven't scored more than two runs on a starting pitcher in like a month. In a yeah, it's oh, insane. It's been it's been like it's incredible. <laughs> and and yes, I know it's Zach Greinke who hasn't been great, but no. Zach Greinke at home has a two point six ERA. Zach Greinke on the road ERA over six. Disaster. Yeah, it's a much better pitcher at home. Yeah, against an A's lineup that doesn't score, right. and the pitcher for the A's just came off of a performance against the Royals where he won two nothing in Cole Irvin or they lose two nothing. Sorry, maybe lost two nothing. Uh, he lost two nothing against who against the Royals. 
Right. Team he's facing. Team he's last, facing today. Last when week. six and a third, three hits, one earned yeah, run, six good. Ks. Yeah, pitched really well. So pitched well against this team. Yeah, I like the game. I like the game under. So I would, I would definitely go towards the first five under. So I bet this one with you. Okay, like this, and I got yeah. uh, plus one hundred five on this. By the way, it was plus money last night Ooh. on A's Royals under four and a half first five. Let's see what it is right now. Have this other browser open so we can actually do the show. It's messing everything else up for me. <laughs> um, four and a half over minus one twenty. Only one book left at that. The other books have gone to five. Ooh. So they don't like Zach Greinke. Okay, we're against. Everybody. It is Kansas. It is Kansas City. So against everybody with that one. I like it even more. <laughs> I like it even more. So that could be a sweat. And then finally, I'm just going to keep on fading the Reds against good teams on the run line. <laughs> Giants run line plus 105 against the Reds today. Is Logan Webb pitching? No, but what is? My other, my other favorite, my, my other favorite guy to pitch for the debate on oh, for the Giants. Today, Cobb. Cobb's pitching. Oh, so Cobb or is Cobb pitching? Sorry, I like him too. I like yeah. all three. Wood, Cobb, Cobb and Webb. Ashcraft. And I bet against Ashcraft last time, last game for the Reds, and that came in. Uh, so what do you got? Run line, you said? Yep. 5-1, wins for the Reds in Cincinnati. 6-4 for the Giants when they won the, the third game. Giants at home. Total of this game is 7.5, which I don't love. But Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Why are we doing a run line? Why don't you just do the money? Because it was minus 200. It's minus 210. Yeah, a little steep now. <laughs> it was 200 last night. It's 210 now. No thanks. All right. I don't like this one, but I'll book it. Okay. I don't, I mean, I don't like that I'm booking it, but I'm going to book it because this feels like the total's too low for me to lay the run in the half. So I would have fair. But they do win 3 1 a lot. So they do. They 3 1 4 1 wins. Giants are notorious for winning games like that. That's, I need a 4 1 win yes. for the Giants here yes. tonight. And if not, you could see a high score in the game could go over. So right. that's my why to play the under. Eh. Nine innings in the Giants bullpen is my gosh. As someone who bets the Giants a lot, that bullpen scares the living daylights out of me. Uh, when do we say goodbye to Sports Grid? Now? Now? Or? Yeah, now we're time. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to be off after now. It's We're at like 138. So. Uh, okay. All right. So. Sports Grid, thank you very much. We will see you guys come to, on Monday for another episode of the Bostonian versus the book right after the Pat McAfee show, 11 p.m. Pacific time for that. Uh, you guys on Twitter, favorite thing about today, Dave, is what? I think I know already for you. Well, no, we got um, family coming in. Of course. Today. So tomorrow. text now. Everybody's landing or is here. Um, I went down to the strip last night to see the World Series of Poker has started, like the events and you all this mask. stuff. <laughs> I, Everyone, I just met the guy. Everyone's got COVID. <laughs> I met the guy at Bally's I'm and then kidding, we kidding, introduced kidding. me around to a bunch of people and I was just right. doing a lot of fist bumps. Like, hey, Smart. man, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Because like, <laughs> and I didn't stay. I've gone in the past and watched people play cards from the rail. Some people like that. I'm just watching my friends play cards and I'm, I'm trying to see the table, see how they're playing. And then I can't sit and watch it without seeing the whole cards. What TV has done for that. Is oh yeah. It changed everything. Just change it. I can't. I mean, if you were playing or somebody we knew was playing, I'd go, 
What are they down to? Is it is it the is no? It the they're whole? playing the satellite events and all that uh, stuff. Okay. It's all at you know something. The Millie Maker something was yesterday, yeah. and right. all these different things. But they're all milling around. But today is the family day. The ants are getting here from from Florida and all this oh, stuff. Florida, wow. Yeah, so they're they're here for that, and then um, you know I'm I'm on MLB Network with the excursion on pregame spread. I'll be on with Arizari on uh, Better's Eye. So we got a lot of baseball talk. We got a lot of baseball stuff, and then we got a hockey game tonight. It's a full slate of sports and shows and baseball and hockey, and then after that, family time. It's I have no idea what's for dinner. These things keep showing up at the house. I'm like, what's in that box? Don't worry about it. Where are we putting this? Don't worry about it. They cleared out space in the garage. Apparently, there's going to be areas to do stuff in the garage. Oh, I have no idea what's happening in this house, but I know that tomorrow's party time. Today is prep day. I'm I'm excited because I just let Madeline run and goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Oh, you won't even see her for two or three hours. We'll goodbye. Just hang have out. fun. Oh, be, 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 I, I, I'm in love with looking forward to that. Uh, so that also is a very large favorite thing about today for me that we get to go and celebrate your daughter's graduation, which is going to be a ton of fun to go ahead and do that. Equally is... I don't know if it's my favorite thing about today, but it's interesting the reactions that people had to the tweet that I sent out about not wanting to bet the draft. There's just, it just, it's a nice reminder of the number of people who think that they're pseudo sharp and they want the, the, and they want the label desperately. And so like, I got a bunch of DMS from people who just came at me and were like, so clearly you don't understand how the market, because the sharps destroyed the books last night. Yeah. I'm like, did they? Did they really? I don't know. Yeah. I think some did, some didn't. Well, some, gonna... some did a lot. Yeah, and some did, oh, and some didn't. I mean, like, yeah. and, and, and like, we don't know. We'll never know how many times did they have to bet to move the number to where they wanted to move the number, and how much money did they put out for the head fake? So, what are they actually clear? Oh, I won, you know, ten grand on Paulo. Great, but I paid five to move the number, so I only won five. This all went to lying. There's as much lying in the NBA as there is on the other side of the counter in terms oh. of who's doing, who's doing what, who won oh. what. And it's, it's, it's just funny. Like I, I, I throw my hands up and say, I want no part of this market because it's everyone's a bunch of liars and people get very offended by that. Like wh- you bet every day and you, you're not betting the NBA draft. You'd rather bet a no. baseball game. Yep. No. I'd rather bet a baseball game. I'd rather watch a baseball game than watch what was going on. I like betting the NFL draft. I will bet that Till in draft. I'll bet seven rounds, 200 players three days. This is a one day ridiculous two round sprint that is not interesting to me to put money down behind. So <laughs> I mean, congratulations. If you and I had a bunch of I mean Papa Bear did really well had a couple of good bets on people going over their over their prop spot. And that's great. I mean that's awesome. If you did that tip of the hat, glad and happy for you guys. But it's just funny how people get upset when you suddenly say, I don't want to be a part of this game. And they're like, you can't go do that. They get all mad. And they send me all sorts of DMs and things. It's just so I don't know if it's my favorite thing about today, but it's just a nice little reminder of the gambling world about the insecurities that people are still carrying around. I I got one question posed to me. Is Peralta an idiot? <laughs> Off of your tweet. And I was yeah. like, Are you seriously asking me that question? Well, you know. 
it's 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 you can beat it. And I'm like, stop, stop. Great. I'm happy for just you. I'm, I have no interest. It just it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like it, it's 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 because oh. I'm not betting. They, they got very upset. People get all mad. Like you, all of a sudden, you punt on their little pet project bet, and it, all of a sudden they get all mad. Everyone's a liar. They're all lying. Everything's lying. Oh, but if you if you know if you're in the know, great. I'm happy that you're in the know. I'm glad that you you know this label. I just tell me when people start changing their their names to Sharp. Like you know, I'm Tim Sharp and I'm Matt Sharp and I'm oh, Mark God, Sharp. No, like like please so like no. so we all know who 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 wears who wears the badge. Tell me you know where are we going for the orientation? <laughs> where where is the orientation for the Sharps of the world? And so like. At what level, at what bankroll do you have to have to qualify to be called a sharp? Oh, How many wins do you have to have without losing? Because we know you never lose. So yeah. you, you never lose money and you always win. Right. So like, and you always post your tickets. You never not post your tickets. It always happens. You're always posting your tickets. You're always completely transparent and never telling a fib or a lie. You never, you know, never have a losing day ever. And all your all your posted tickets always cash, and you're always winning. And us little idiots, and us morons who say, "I don't want any part of this stupid market," you get all mad. <laughs> and when and, and 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 when you tell me when I can go ahead through and go through the orientation process, and I can take your TED talk, please let me know, and I will come in there and sit in on on everything you're going to do, so I can be little and educated, so I can understand the brilliance of you. <laughs> That was that was outstanding. I I've been telling you. I just want to get the the license wherever you get that professional betters license, mm-hmm. and then you know just like the uh, the the extra thing you can get on the back of your your license now to say you're a sharp, right? right? So now you're professional better. Okay, that's everybody can get that license now. You can be a professional better sharp. Oh yeah, oh. that's why I call it, them the rhombuses and the parallelogram. It's the video game, right? It's it's, a, it's like you know, once you get the next level and then the next level, and you yeah. beat that boss, and you beat the next cool. boss, and you keep on going up till you beat the game. Yeah, and then when you beat the game, what do you do? Oh, you go back and make it harder and play it again. Okay, so tell me when you get to that point, right? Like, tell me when you when you when you get when you beat the game and you know, and enough is enough. When, when you have one enough, okay, because we all know that never happens. You, uh, you're chasing a number that never will be acquired. No. You know, you win 5 million, not enough. Win 10 million, not enough. Okay, so when are you checking out? Oh, I can't. Why not? Oh, just I just can't keep on playing, keep on betting. You'll get out when the stock goes up. That's what <laughs> Just welcome people with I, the stock. I, don't, I, I just, it's, it's just such a funny, funny world. And like you spend your time sending me DMs. <laughs> it's great. You're sending me messages about it is okay. Like, thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. I'm glad you're paying attention. Watch the show every day. Appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe, hit, hit like, the like button. Do, do all the things you got to do, right? Come on. Please. Yeah, show me how sharp you are then. <sighs> Have a phenomenal weekend, everybody. Zach the Hatcher sent me a DM and say, just breathe. I will do, I will do plenty. I, I, <laughs> so I, I will just do, breathe. I, I tell I, you I every plenty, day. I will do plenty of breathing. Trust me. I, I am I am, I am close to a, a big exhale at some point that I'll talk about down the road when I can just go. Whew. But big week next week, boys and girls. The launch, the start for just the picks on Friday. We'll count it down and we'll start it up. With props.com. Dave's party. We'll recap it all on Monday. Dave's daughter's party. We'll recap it on Monday. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Talk to you Monday for the Bostonian versus the book.